morning, Cola. Good morning, Lincoln. Happy Monday. How are you today? It is a wonderful one. I am doing super duper fantastic. And you? I'm good, thank you. I'm alive, I'm well, I'm breathing. What else can I ask for, right? That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Live, well, and breathing, that's a, that's always great. That's a good combination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Try doing any one of those, not doing any one of those. You know what? I haven't asked you for a while. How was your weekend? My weekend is good. Did you do anything special? Do much. We got rained out on Saturday. I was, was, was nice. Saturday, I did some stuff. Uh, yesterday, yesterday um, I worked. I worked time for day. But Saturday, I didn't. I didn't. I got distracted Saturday to get some stuff done, other stuff. Okay. Mm. I visited my father. It was pretty nice. That's good. Um, seeing him, visiting him. My father is eighty-one years old, mm. and he looks really good. He looks really good. He had just gotten his hair cut. He's eighty-one. Mm. He's got grace, just like me. My father wanted me to dye his grace because he does not like having his grace. He's 81, Lincoln. 81. I'm like, no, you look good just the way you are. He's still not ready to embrace his grace. I thought it was so cute. Oh, that is I figure funny. It, I, I figure at that age, you'd probably be ready to embrace your grace, but he's not. Yeah, yeah. My mother was kind of like the same thing. She always... My mother's gangster, and you know, she dyed her hair red and orange and different colors, right? Because she got that sh short haircut. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, she always never want to show her gray. Yeah, I know that feeling. But now I'm loving myself and embracing myself and taking it all in. All right, let's get started. Happy Monday, beautiful people. And thanks for joining us on another episode of the Lemonade Lounge the world's number one podcast where you get your mind, your body, and your money juices flowing. I'm your co-host, Nicola. And I'm your host, Lincoln. And oh, together we, we would love to squeeze, squeeze your, your lemons. lemons. Yeah. <laughs> so today, as you know, Lincoln has been working on his reflection report and working on strengths. So today, Lincoln is going to share with us the top five strengths and how we can use them in our lives. Lincoln, is there something else you'd like to add? I'm just looking at you right now. No, no. I think it's going to be kind of um, just whatever you ask. If the questions, I, I'll do my best to answer them and provide some information for the audience. Okay. By the way, how's your mom doing? You mentioned her here. How's she doing? Yeah, she's Okay. She's uh, still the same. She hasn't been no worse, no improvement, but no worse. It's not getting worse? Okay, well, that's good. No. So she's the no. same. Yeah, we need her to walk. I dreamt about her the other day. It's funny. Mm -hmm. And I, was, I watched a video with her the other day because she was trying to call me. Mm -hmm. And it was like December. Let's check the date. It was like December 6th, December 7th. Mm -hmm. She's trying to call me with the phone and she record herself on the video. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Because she's always confused. I bought her a new phone and she gets always confused with it, right? No matter what I did. So she, she wanted her old phone back. So I said, no, you got to learn the new one. <laughs> <laughs> you bought her a smartphone. It was a little too smart. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sensitive. Okay. 
right. What are you thankful for today? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, well, simple. I'm above ground and I got hope. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for that. Um, I am thankful for the platform that we have. So we could speak freely and share our opinions. That's what I'm thankful for. What are your intentions for today's podcast? Um, hopefully I could learn something and the audience could learn something. Awesome. All right. So please take it away, Lincoln. The top five strengths that you think we should have, what are they? There's none really. Really? When it comes to that, that your strength is, um, I can't say there's top five because I, you know, I'm not the one who gave it to you. Mm-hmm. And it comes from God, the universe, whoever that is, mm-hmm. you know, to bring to humanity. So what I, there, I can't, I can't trump God and goes, okay, well, God, you know, these are the top. <laughs> so that's an interesting point of view because you know a lot of time we're online or we're doing a course they tell us these are the five this is what you should focus on but you're not going to do that today are you no because because um uh all our strengths um can't supposed to work together to make the world a better place mm-hmm. so there's no top Okay, so there are no top five. I agree with you because we're all different. So everybody yeah. has everybody's strengths. unique. Yeah. You know, there, 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 there's there's Argmandina writes, um, and he, he writes in, in, in the the um was in the great the book, the greatest salesman in the world with the nine nine or ten scrolls, right? And in one of the scrolls it says it, it opened up and said, I am nature's greatest miracle. Um, never has there been one like me and never will there be. No one can talk like me, walk like me, look like me, and uh, act like me, right? No one will have my nose, ears, eyes. I'm the only one. I'm, a, I'm totally unique. And that that was such a a great thing for me when he said that, when I read that, because it's mm-hmm. so, it shows how much, how unique I am, how great I am, how powerful I am. And, and so we take these things for granted because it was just given to us for free. <laughs> you know, imagine if you were to charge for your, if, if, if there was a charge for your brain, mm-hmm. right? Imagine if you have to pay like a, a monthly um, installment on your brain mm-hmm. and, and, and if you don't use it, um, you lose it, <laughs> you know, you're paying the monthly installment to use it. Right. Imagine that, you know, and, and if you like your cable bill, you know, you miss a payment on your cable bill, <laughs> but, but your payment in your, you know, for your brain, is to, mm-hmm. is, to, is to use it. That's the, you know what I mean? I just wrote that down, that we take things for granted because they were given to us for free. It's true. It is true. You we know, don't even we, think about we how didn't pay for we. we were just born with. Um, yeah, we, we didn't, didn't pay, pay for it. Yeah. 
So if we if we had to pay for us, we, we, we would have more care. We give us more attention. We'll take care of us a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but because we get it all for free, we just can't treat it anyhow way. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. So Lincoln, what are your strengths? Well, I'm going to ask you what your top five are, but I'll let you go through them one at a time. Yeah, or do I, you don't not have a top five? I don't know if they're all top five. They fall in line. I don't think they're in any order. They're not in an order. I like that. They're not in any order. Um, but they don't have to be top five. They could be top one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could be two. Because, you know, we can have strengths, our strength. Right? You could be good at only one thing, which is even better because if you're just good at that, that's what you're supposed to bring to humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, but some of the and other things that you can develop, but some of the things that I'm good at is being able to manage my emotions and my attitude very well. And I'm very good at it. You know, um, I did a video the other day and it says, um, I, I got this line from a song. It said, I wish the rain will fall sometimes so I could hide all my tears, right? But my tears, because I do feel like weeping at times, especially being an entrepreneur, because entrepreneurship is tough. But my tears can only last as long as the video. The video was 15 seconds, <laughs> 15 seconds. I only can weep as long as the videos, the length of, you know, of the videos, 15 seconds, because I got mouths to feed. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's it, it, each one of us have a, a presented with these choices, um, you know, but some of us will take the, the choice that doesn't serve us the most and run with that one, right? Uh, I think in my case, that, that came easy to be able to let go of the choice that is not serving me. And really? Yeah. That's I, interesting I because a lot of times it's difficult to let go of the choice that's not serving us. Why? Because it's a pattern. It's a habit. It's something it's a within pattern. us. So it's really, yeah, really hard yeah. to let go of. Yeah. Because we consume patterns, right? You know, which we call habits, right? You're so right about that. So, and all these patterns that we're consuming is what created our internal environment, you know? And uh, uh, and so we're, we're not so much aware of it. When I, I was thinking about, I think when I was having a conversation yesterday and we were talking about, someone was telling me about someone and they were telling me about, give, tell me a story and how the other person is acting and stuff. And they, it, as they're talking about the person, in my head, I go right back to childhood, to baby, when they were born. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm thinking about the, this person as a baby. And it's funny because as a baby, they had none of that in them that they're doing right now. None of what we're doing right now we had in us when we were a baby. So everything that we're doing right now is put inside of us by our external environment. 
right? Mm -hmm. our, uh, our external environment helped to create our patterns, which helped to create our internal environment. <laughs> Four Agreements teaches us all of that, right? There's so exactly. many books that actually teach us that. Yeah. Exactly. And so what happens is that because of all of these teachings, it, uh, many of us didn't learn what our strengths are. We learn what our weaknesses are. We succumb to the, the structures of life. Life wasn't meant to be difficult. Man makes it difficult. Man made systems because of greed to create um, levels, hierarchical structures. You are better than that one and that one is better than that one because this one is in a bigger position and makes more money and have more things. I don't, I don't know if that was man or like, um, well, I guess it would be because it's, that it's, was all, man. it's like that in the Bible too. Like, and lots of people believe the, the Bible. The Bible you know? was written by men. Exactly. A thousand, what, 10,000 times over. It's been yeah. since the since the initial Bible, it's been rewritten a thousand, ten thousand times over mm -hmm. by men. And mm -hmm. every time it's rewritten, a man who's rewriting it put their opinion inside of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. sure. well, so um, this structure of system that we're living in um, is developed by men. America, look at America. Um, 400 years ago, 500 years ago, when the, they first came here, there was not, this system was not in place. Yeah, we're, uh, there's change, there's growth. <laughs> so no, the system would not be in place. Um, you mentioned that you're able to manage your emotions and your attitude. How are you able to do that? I, I, um, monitor them. How? I check them all the time. Um, one of the one of the things that is, um, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur, you have to uh, deal with a lot of things, right? And and so and it's constant. It never it never stops. It's constant. Having kids, you got to deal with a lot of things, and it's constant. And you know, the older they get the more challenging it becomes. We think that the younger, no, it's the older. <laughs> and and, um, and so what happens is that life is constantly happening. Going to work is challenging, right? Because you didn't deal with job, deal with boss, and especially when you're not operating from a place of strengths, it's even 10 times more challenging. Um, and so what happens is that we don't develop systems to manage anything. These things that is constant and they're challenging, they become habits. So we see always see them as challenge. And so in my case, like I said earlier, I put systems in place to weep, but not forever. All right, so I will dance, I'll play music and dance. And that will change my state instantly because I, I put a song on that I really enjoy. I'm not going to put a song on that I don't like, <laughs> right? I put a song on that I enjoy and I dance my ass on. I watch comedy. Distraction, but good distraction, right? So when I'm weeping, 
I take a break to stop weep. <laughs> Just like when you're working, you take a break to stop working so you can record. You're changing your state. Okay. You're changing your state. Yeah, yeah. that works. That works. I remember we and had that. And that's how you manage it. Yeah. Okay. I go so for a walk, especially okay. now in the summer. The sun is the best thing. The green grass and the sun is the best thing to change your state. You go out, you bring your phone, you listen to your favorite music, and you're in the sun, and you're walking on the green grass. Oh, are you walking in an area where you're surrounded by green? It's it's done. It's done. It, that, that energy coming from the trees and the grass is sucking all that negativity. And the sun is sucking all that negative energy out of you. Sucking it. It's like transporting you into a different world. It's unbelievable. So those things are, are amazing. So if you're if you're having all of these things happening, you're going through a little tough time and you're in the office, just get out on your lunch on your break. Take a 15-minute break, get outside in the sun. If you're if you're in a concrete jungle and you can't find no green grass, go inside, go into the sun and let that sun beat on you and just sit and close, plug your ears up with your favorite song. You know, put one of them earplugs in with your phone with your favorite song, and and let the let the let the sun transport you with the music. You know, yeah. What are um, some other strengths? This is what I'm doing. Um, I think truly, my gift to humanity that I was born to bring to humanity is to help people. To, to see things differently, um, to help them out of their funk. That's why I'm given all these gifts, is to help them out of their funk, is to um, uplift them out of their funk, is to um, make them feel good for the moments they're talking to me and let them know that there's hope. And once there's hope, um, everything is limitless, everything is possible. So hold on to hope. You know, I know you're probably going through the valley of the shadow of death right now, but fear no evil because the light is there. You just got to look for that speck. And once you find it, it will lead you to, the, to, to where you want to be, to the promised land. So hold on to hope, you know, no matter how dark it is. So I think I was given, I was given that to bring to people because I feel I'm good at it. I really do. I am, I am congruent in in every fiber of my being when I'm speaking about it. I'm aligned. I'm excited. My hair and my hands raise. You know, certain people got certain gifts. I was lucky to be able to work. Um, not directly in my gifts, but in jobs that helped me to bring it out. I was fortunate to work. You mentioned, those. so your strengths are your gifts. I like that. You're calling them your gifts. And we all have these, we all have different strengths and different gifts. Yeah. So your gift, your strength is to be able to help people. Not just help people, because that's a generalized, broad, mm -hmm. everybody is here to help each other. My strengths is specifically to help you up out of your funk, 
to give you a hand up, to inspire and motivate you so you know that you're here for a reason and you're here for a purpose. And that purpose is buried inside of you. We just got to find it, pull it out, and set you on that path. And once you're set on that path, freedom! That's what it is, baby. Once you find that and go on that path, that's freedom right there. Awesome. Because now you're aligned with you're aligned with the universe, God, whoever you want to call it. Now you're in perfect alignment because you're doing what God, the universe, wanted you to do. God, Allah, the universe, I don't care the name you put it in. Right? You're, do you think what, we're really here to do what the universe wants us to do? Or do well, you if think we're, we're all here unique, to do what we choose to do? No, if we're unique creatures mm -hmm. and science, science proven that over and over again, not none two of us have the same DNA. So that means we're unique. All 8 billion people on the planet are unique. Okay. And every day a new one born, they're unique. That is the most incredible thing on the planet. You're making new humans every day. And they're all different. If that's not incredible, I don't know what else is. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know? So it, yeah. Um, the choice that was put inside of us, in my opinion, is to find that gift. 85% of people, they said, who, who um, um, and globally, 85% of people hates their jobs globally. Globally, mm -hmm. not just in America. More than 72% of the students who graduate are not working in the field, their field of studies. Mm -hmm. Over 72%. Mm -hmm. What is that telling you? That tells you that these are people who are working outside of their gifts. And so what happens is that we have the majority of the world. What's, what's the biggest thing the majority of the world do? Struggle. The majority of the world are struggle, struggling because they're working outside of, of their gifts. Look at Mother Teresa. There's a woman who died broke, but she had a calling. She had a calling, right? I was just reading on uh, a thing about this kid. He's 25 years old. I forgot mm -hmm. his name. He... Just created a young person, young man, 25, young man, but he's 25 years old. He started scale, um, dot AI when he was 19, he left high school to go to, 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 um, Silicon Valley. He dropped out of high school to go to work in Silicon Valley and went up there and worked. And he learned about AI and all that stuff while he was there and realized that they, there's a gap and he went to MIT from Silicon Valley. He went into MIT and um, it, the short story I'm telling, and he only spent a year there and he dropped out and started scale AI six years ago, 20, what, 2016. What, what is he doing with it? What, what is the scale story? AI is to scale data and develop infrastructure and all kinds of stuff. AI. AI, artificial intelligence, um, to help companies. The company today is, is worth $7 billion. But he sees he's helping them in Ukraine. He gave examples of how we can map out to see the, 
you know, Ukraine use AI to see the destruction that is caused in Ukraine. That's what they're doing right now. They do that too. Part of what they do. He's got a $7 billion company. So in six years, uh, so he, you know, he didn't take the, the normal route, right? As everyone said you should take, you know, if he had to follow um, this normal structure, he would have finished high school, he would have finished MIT, but he was bright, right? And um, he wouldn't have got accepted at, at, into, into um, Silicon Valley yeah. at, mm -hmm. at his, his age, right? But all of these things, he was following his path. So all these doors open. Okay. And, and your skill is to help people find that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's very good. not just to help people find that. Uh, discovering that is only one, one part of it. If you've been working against that, you know, it's like going against the wind. If you've been working against the wind for the last 10, 20, 30 years, then that means all your weaknesses that you've been working on has become your strengths. This is one of the part of the reasons, excuse me, why emotional management is so difficult. This is part of the reasons we see challenge has a mountain, the smallest challenge has the biggest mountains, right? These are some of the reasons why we're not able to tackle our challenges too, because we've been working against ourselves for so long. So there's a lot that needs to be broken down. Remember, we've been consuming patterns for how long now? If you're 50 years old, you've been consuming patterns for the last 50 years that your external patterns been putting inside of you, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine what happens when you're 50 years old, how in, entrenched you are in these things. The, the, we call them habits, mm -hmm. right? So we got to shed some of those. So part of that is to shed that stuff, discovering your strengths. And you got to think differently because you're trained to think one way, right? Now mm -hmm. you got to think differently. You got to start seeing things differently. So you got to break, literally crush your mindset from the past to make and efforts to able, unlearn. How are you able to use your skills to teach people or to train them to crush their old habits and form new ones? Well, first of all, you got to be willing to learn, right? That's mm -hmm. it. You, once you're willing and open that everything is possible, right? And so what I will do, the first thing I do is that we do what we call a reflection report. So we go back, we establish some patterns. What's mm -hmm. working well for you, what's not working for you. We establish relationships, patterns, um, the seven most essential areas of your life is what I focus on, right? Your your relationship, your money, different areas of your life. And then Why we establish. Seven? Huh? Why seven? Well, we could. I just choose seven because I like the number seven. Oh, okay. Right. But I, I feel those were the important area that people focus on the most. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, the, the number one thing we want the most is the, the, the two things that we yearn for more than anything else is money and relationships, right? Those are the two things you men work, yearn for the most. Uh, we, can't, we can't live without either one. We cannot live without relationships. Mm -hmm. we, can, 
we can get by without money, but we can't live without relationships. Without relationships, we'll die, right? So relationships is important. It's, it's the key factor for keeping the world moving forward. That's why the majority of successful people over a certain age, they said you become, um, your, re- your life doesn't really start until you, you get over 40, right? And majority of successful people get successful over 40, the majority, right? And, and so what they're saying, and they said the majority of successful people usually have healthy relationships at home. Who says these things? Who well, says these things? The study, because you need, you need success, needs support. And your mm-hmm. biggest support comes from the home. And when I mm-hmm. say healthy relationships, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's no there's no problems. All relationships are going to have problems. You're dealing with human beings. That's unique mm-hmm. and different. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a little bit of challenge there popping up. But it doesn't take away from all the positives that is taking place in that relationship. That's what I'm talking about, right? So it doesn't mean it's 100% healthy. It could be 60% healthy, but it's still good. 60% is better than 30, right? And so you've got to look at the glass half full or half empty. It's your choice again. So to answer your question that did the universe, God, Allah, Yewah, uh, whatever you call it, gave us um, our strengths to bring to the world. So that means our thing was predestined or predetermined. No, it's not because we get all these choices. And we, instead of choosing our strengths or how our other people choose it for us, watch our patterns when we were young, right? And install those patterns inside of us and develop our strengths, then it makes, it, it, it takes us on a natural path. But what happens is that some of us goes around in full circle. Some of us find our strengths at a young age. God bless you if you, you're one of those persons because uh, the majority of us. When did you say it. God bless you? Well, you know, just the term. We're all blessed. God you bless know. you. Yeah, but we're all blessed. You know, God bless me too. Okay. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> I don't think you are. But if you are, I hope you are. <laughs> you know, now, I just thought I, it was interesting that you said that because after everything else you just said, I'm listening to you. And then you put in, God bless you. Um, it's a habit. Work. It's just a habit. It's a habit. It is a habit. It's a habit. It's a habit. Yeah, because we're all blessed. Like you're used to saying something like that. If there's something good happening, God bless you. God yeah. bless you. No? Yeah. It's a habit. But sorry for in my opinion, interjecting in your chain of thought. Yeah, in my opinion, I, I, I believe that we're we have unlimited supply of blessings because that blessings is coming from the universe and it, it doesn't stop. It doesn't just come sporadically. And we say, okay, we're going to shower you with some blessings today, like rainfall, Nicola. And after this, you're on your own, baby. <laughs> and it's interesting because that, that's like a superpower, a super word, right? Yeah. It's like um, when somebody says something good to you, you tend to believe it. So if you're telling people God bless you and God has blessed you, you tend to believe it and you're going to do much better. Yeah. But does it really have anything to do with God? No, it has to do with your belief. It has to do with your belief, yeah. 
Because yeah. Yeah. being born is already a blessing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then being alive is also a blessing. Mm-hmm. But we measure blessings in, in human form. We, me- we measure blessings through the things we have and the money that we're earning. I know, which is pretty. It's sad. all based down to money, right? Mm-hmm. We don't we don't measure our blessings with the beautiful family we have, the kids that we produce. You know that in itself is a miracle, but we don't see it as that because you know what? Oh, them born every day, every day, millions born, or hundreds of thousands born every day. How could that be a miracle? <laughs> well, a lot of people do see them as a blessing and as yeah. a miracle. Lots of people do. It's just certain people don't. I guess more people. We wish more people did see them. As we a focus more on 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 earning than anything else. The the, and I understand because that is that has become the the norm to elevate humanity or your life, money. Right. You want to live certain place. The structures that man has set up has caused this type of mindset in you in humans, right? Prices go up, money becomes the driver, the driving force of each person's life, right? You're in, you're living in a poor country. I mean, now you have internet, you see America, you want to be like Americans, <laughs> right? You're living in America, you know, it, um, you, you're driving a car, you live in a small house, some, your neighbor got a bigger one, you know, you want a bigger one, right? So money becomes the driving force for humanity instead, again, of our blessings uh, mm-hmm. instead of the other things that we're blessed with every day. And that's, that, this is the number one reason um, for us not to be able to um, locate or take time to to monitor to check to see our strengths, because we're trained at a young age. Start we started training at a young age to be a part of the economical engine to carry it on. We're trained to work. School is work. There, there. The school is pre-job. All right. So you go to school. You notice the hours they send you to school. Uh, you got to get up early. They're training you. They're teaching you I'm to training get you for to life. Become, for job, for yeah, the they're future. setting you up for the life, the the yeah. for, for the for work, the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. And you go to college. The college is the next step to independence, right? Mm-hmm. They 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 watch you. They they it, how, how you know what I mean? All these different things. So you're set up to become a part of the workforce, and then um, subconsciously in your head now, you're not thinking that. You think, I got to go to college if I want to become something. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not going to college to become something. You're already something. You're going to college to be a part of the workforce. <laughs> That's your reason for going to college. But um, No, the reason for going to college is to be able to develop the skills to have a sustainable life force um, when you finish school, what are you it doesn't saying? have people to be part of the life. Don't go to college. Don't have developed skills. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that you don't have to be part of the nine to five. 
but you're just trying to deliver, develop something that will work for you when you finish so you can provide for yourself, provide for your family or whoever you need to provide for. Basically, so you could take care of yourself when you finish school and you're not dependent on your parents. 72% of college students not working in the field of studies. What do you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, there they, could have, they could have never gone to college and still do the same thing they're doing. Majority of them. There's right? so many so, reasons. I'll give you an it's example. My there daughter thinks college reasons. is a waste of, of four or five years of her life. Mm -hmm. Right? And all of her friends, you have a conversation with them. They're all there thinking the same thing. They say, why are we here? This is foolishness. We wasted our time. And the, the, this is, um, if you really think about it, um, your statement that you just made just cancel out millions of people who never went to college. And they're doing very, very well in the No, 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 not at all. It doesn't cancel Better than out some either. people who went to college. We're not talking you're, about people who You're, didn't you're basically college. saying Everybody that college has a different for the, for the That's world. What, that's your interpretation. No, Those well, words break never it, came well, out of my mind. Declaring your statement. Those words did not come out of my mouth or my mind. Well, okay. Right? Well, what do you mean? I because speak. I said college so that's for the not what person. I'm saying. There Tell are lots me what of you're people, saying. Because I, I, we weren't even discussing the people who did not go to college. We're talking about why people go to college. People go to college because they want to be able to sustain themselves when they finish. They want to have something tangible, something they want to have money. It doesn't mean that they need to have a nine to five job. It could be they want to start their own business, right? They might, they go there to fulfill their goals for their future. So they I know why they go there, there. Right? What I'm telling However, you. I, I know what you're telling me. I'm not hard of hearing. I hear what you're telling me. You don't have what to agree with what, what you're telling me, right? What I'm saying is, sure, 72% of people who go to college, university, they're not in their field, but there are many reasons why they're not in their field. There are many reasons why they're not doing what they went to I school I understand, for. but let me it's ask you. not just you. one thing. A lot of them, like, you may have gone to school for to take um, a particular course. By the time you finish, they no longer need that skill anymore in the workforce. Things have changed. That happens a lot. I remember my coworker, his degree that he got in university, once he started the working, guess what? That degree meant nothing. So yes, he thought it was a waste of time too because he went to university, he couldn't even use it. So there are lots of things like that, Lincoln. Are lots of my point. My point is, my, my exact point is that, is that college is for you to be, to, is the final training ground for you to become a part of the workforce. Subconsciously is what is taking place. Consciously, you're not thinking of it that way. Consciously, you think I need to go to college because uh, with college, I could get a good job. I could build a life. I could do that money, a part of the workforce. All of it attached to that at the end of the day, no matter how you dance around it, that's the end results. That's the structure. That's the system. So not for everybody. That is like that become, for a lot of people, but not for everybody. I know people okay. who've gone to school and they are in their 50s and they're still doing school. It's not for money. It's not for that. They're just learners and they love to learn, 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 learn. They're still in school. And it seems like they're going to be in school until they die. They're working, but they're still in school because they love school. They love learning. You're missing the point, Nicola. 
I'm not the missing the is, point. The point is, 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 is not that. The point is that subconsciously, you yourself um, is not making that decision. That decision is what placed inside of you um, when, while you were growing up. Yeah, this a is lot your of environment. That's so true, Lincoln. And, and so hold on. So because you're a part of this world and this structure system, then it, it's, it's the direction they said you should walk into. And everyone or many that's around you, you see, walk on that path. So you walk that path. Once in a while, you'll have the person who's working and going back to school to learn something. They say, oh, I want to learn this. So I go, go there and learn. Those are not everyone. No, it's not everybody. I agree with that. Okay, those are just... I I don't agree that people are going to school blindly because it was chosen for them. I do believe that people make the choice as well to go to school. Not everybody has to go to school. People choose to go to school. Our society is not that that blind. Right? They they, do make the choice. They make the decision to go. Yeah, but the choice that they're making is not theirs. It's it, the, what we know today, the majority of us know today, it's not ours. It's what was put inside of us. You talk about the four agreement through our environment. Exactly. And when you become aware, if you have the awareness, you're making the choice. How Nobody's many people you, you see walking around are, are aware? I can't judge people like that, Lincoln. That's I'm not, not my judging, problem. but I'm saying how many people you see walking I, around? You know, I think, well, I don't think I am. Um, I'm very aware about a lot of things. And I tend to hang around people who are aware. So I hang around a lot of people that are aware, 100%. The world got 100%. 8 billion people. Um, Don't know 8 billion people. It, and, we're, um, and, and we're in chaos. Uh, we're in a chaotic world. I don't look at it that way. You see, that's the way we, we, we all choose to look at things differently. I, um, I don't look at it that way. I have um, a circle. I have certain things I control. I will stay within that area. Sure, there are wars going around the world. There's nothing I can do about the wars. There's absolutely nothing that I can do about the wars. It's really sad. There's nothing I can do. I, I can't do anything. I can't stop any of these wars. I can't make a difference where they're concerned. It's funny because we always How do you know you can't sit down one day in a quiet room, channel your energy, send it across the world to all these warmongers and 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 the universe just take it and throw it inside of them and and say, you know what? What we're doing is wrong. Maybe we need to make a difference. And that did just came from Nicola. How do you know you don't have, have that power inside of you? Because I definitely don't have that intuitive power. I know that is a fact. I know myself. I don't have that intuitive power. Maybe you do, Lincoln, but I don't, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things, as you said, are out of our hands. And those are the things that are out of our hands. Mm -hmm. We try to make a difference, but you know what? I'm just small little Nicola here in Canada. I don't have that power to actually make that difference at all. Maybe it's a choice I'm making, but... I don't have that power at all to make that. I have a friend who her son have cancer in the blood and their only child, right? It was her only child. And basically the doctors, not much they could do for him, Mm -hmm. right? 
And so she belonged to a prayer group. And this prayer group is a, a few hundred strong or a few thousand mm -hmm. strong. And so she had people from all around the world praying for her son. And she's praying and they're praying every day. They're praying. They have mm -hmm. prayer group at work, prayer group around the world. Thousands of people started praying for this child, right? And today the kid is cancer-free. Mm -hmm. They found a way. Even though the doctor said they couldn't, they were their way, they found a way outside of Canada um, to help. And today the kid is cancer-free. Um, awesome. I think that's amazing. Cancer in, in the, and apparently when you have that type of cancer, it's like a death sentence. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And today the kid is cancer free. That's and so, awesome. so the energies of, you know, when we said we're not in control of certain things, um, she believed wholeheartedly. And I believe that too. This is my, this is all I believe the energies of humanity, we got powers beyond our belief. And this is why we don't believe we have those powers because they're beyond us. Um, the power in alone that we have in our mind, our brain is so complex that man cannot figure this out and they will never be able to, right? We, uh -huh. They haven't even scratched the surface with the brain yet. <laughs> they have not scratched the surface. There's a that's lot of um, research. No, that's how complicated it is. No, there's right. a lot of research out there. There's a there ton of research, of but the brain is so complex. What they've known is like a pencil dot. Well, okay? it's, like, it's like the universe. What they know about the universe. The universe is so vast. What, what man and earth know about the universe is like a pencil dot because it's so vast, yeah. right? It's, it's kind of like the brain. It's like you having the universe in your brain. They haven't even scratched the surface. What they know about the brain is a pencil dot. They don't even know what causes what my mom had. I know. You know what, what I'm the positive? cause of it. I'm positive if you looked hard enough, you'd find a doctor that actually knows. But it's all about having the resources and the money and the tools to be able to find that doctor. Sure, yeah. the hospitals she went to, they're probably very limited. Um, yeah. what I Three was neurologists. The, the, Three the neurologists look at my mom gave, and they're confused. The example that you just gave about the young person that had cancer in their blood, I'm reading a book right now. It's called Extraordinarily Knowing. It's a very interesting book, and it talks about situations like that. It talks about people who have had cancer, and they were given maybe a month to live. They were told that you're not going to survive. Mm -hmm. um, there was one person in the book. He had cancer, and he had all these sores on his body, right? And... Um, he, it was really hard for him because um, they told him, you're not going to survive, you're going to die. And uh, what he started doing was running. And he would run every single day. And as he ran, he became one with everything on his body. And slowly everything started, the tumors, everything just started to get smaller and smaller. And within three years, they were gone. Mm. So that was within himself. It wasn't solving the problems of the world. He was solving his own problem. And he had a lot of faith. He had a lot of belief. And he knew that, do well, at first he didn't. 
It was a realization from running and how his body felt. He realized that the tumors, everything was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So yes, there are possibilities. Some people might believe, yes, it's the prayer groups. Yes, it's all the prayers that went out. That is awesome. It could be putting it out there into the universe. Um, the individual that had blood, sorry, cancer in their blood, they could have been the one that said, you know, I'm going to have faith. I could change this. I could heal this, right? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But sure, Nobody knows. We, we, we tend to say, yes, you come together and pray and you put it out into the universe. Miracles can happen. And it's really interesting reading this book because a lot of times we call it miracles. And in this book, it's not exactly like they're miracles. They're just things that um, we're just not familiar with anymore because we're so commercialized with the life that we live, right? So we don't know, we don't have that awareness. We don't take the time to look within. Like that's why people mention meditating, meditating, meditating. And it goes back to the saying, in the, as it says in the Bible, be still and know that I am God. Because if you're still, if you're meditating, you're breathing, you actually know that you have the power of God. You can control what is within you. You can control things in your circumstance. Not everybody else's, but within yours. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what I'm talking so, about. We have the power beyond, beyond ourselves, and we're unaware of this power. Exactly what I'm talking about. Not we. You always say we. A lot of people are. Not all, we. all of us have this power. If we're, if we're children of God, then we all have it. No, if, if we're, we're children of this world, children of, yeah. we all have it. If we're children of this world, we all possess the power. We all have a brain. We all have the power, the same power. We have unique powers, maybe even unique powers to bring to the world. And we don't even know. I right? do, we I all do have healing powers. I believe, in my opinion, I believe that our all these disease and all these destructions that is caused by us, in my opinion, if we a are lot given of people choices, say it's caused by stress, it's caused by the environment, it's caused by a lot of things. Definitely. Yeah. If you're but saying it's caused by humanity, that by makes men. sense. Yeah. That's a given. I think yeah. we all know that um, a lot of these diseases, they're caused by man. There's mm. no doubt about that. Mm. But so people, my takeaway for today is that... Um, Figure out what your strengths are. Reach out to Lincoln, do his reflection report if you're a little lost and you don't know what your strengths are. And um, what he had said is, uh, we take things for granted because they were given to us for free. We've got to learn to stop taking these things for granted. Become aware. Um, look at all the things that were given to you for free. Look at your look, look. Look at how you breathe. Look at how you walk. Look at the usage of your hands, the usage of your ears, your eyes, your nose. Like everything just look at how we were created look at the beauty of it um as i always say self-love for me i learned more about myself when i started loving myself then i started to see my gifts as lincoln would say we all have gifts love yourself and you're going to see the gifts and all the incredible things that you can do that is my takeaway from today lincoln what's yours um well you said it earlier one thing um, aim to become aim to become aware of you, awareness. Mm -hmm.
to become aware of your surroundings, the people around you, but be more aware of you, what is taking place with you, inside of you. Check your internal environment and check where that pattern, those patterns are coming from. Because once you're aware, then you can start making the changes. If you're unaware, then you're just robotically moving through this life. So become aware of your internal environment, your internal thoughts. Nicola always speak of watching your thoughts. Someone asked me the other day, how do you watch your thoughts? How do you watch your thoughts, Nicola? How do I watch my thoughts? I am extremely aware of my thoughts. I feel it in my body now. So for instance, um, you mentioned AI, right? Artificial mm -hmm. intelligence. Um, there's another AI. What is it again? Um, appreciative inquiry. Mm -hmm. And there's above the line and below the line, mm -hmm. right? And when your mood switches, you can feel it, right? And that's how I watch my thoughts. I, like, I'm sad all of a sudden. Why am I sad? What happened? What was I thinking, right? I go back to what I was feeling before I got into that space. Sometimes I um, am very good at paying attention to my ego as well. This was something that it took a while to, to develop, but I might say something and then the reaction of the next person um, is not very positive. And I'll ask myself, what did I say? that offended or hurt that individual, right? And I'll process what my thought was and why those words came out of my mouth. So I take the time, I look, and I go back to figure out what it was that I did that impacted that individual. So again, above the line, below the line. Below the line, I'm hurting myself, I'm hurting others. Above the line, I'm appreciating others, and I'm doing positive things to help others. So. My thoughts, I watch them, I pay attention to them by just backtracking, looking at the reactions of others. And that's how I'm able to focus on my thoughts and also the reactions of myself, how I'm feeling. Pay attention to my thoughts, I do it daily. And especially with food, like for instance, there's food there in front of me, could be an apple, could be a slice of cake. What am I getting from eating the apple or the cake, right? So I pay attention to it. the apple is going to be healthier. It's going to give me energy. But the um, cake will also do the same thing. It's going to make me happy. It's going to give me energy, but I'm going to crash, right? With the apple, I'm going to have fiber. I'm going to go to the washroom and I'm going to have a longer sustained energy. But with the cake, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to, be, I'm going to crash and I'm going to be worn out. Which one? Just you think about these things, break everything down, ask yourself questions. And that's what I do. I ask myself a lot of questions. Questions are important. And that's how that's I'm able powerful. to focus that's on powerful. and everything that I do. Yeah, powerful. Awareness is your superpower, is a superpower. Once you're aware of, of things, then you can start making the changes that you need to make. Take the steps, the action, do the action um, to go into the direction you want to go to. So the key is, folks, is to become aware, aware of what's going on around you, aware of yourself, aware of what's going on inside of you. It's more important to be aware of what's going on inside than to be aware of what's going on outside.
because they said as they got same goals once you start making the changes on the inside your outside world start to see look differently right so awareness is a super power so make every effort to stay in awareness i like how you develop you develop the habit of awareness nicola so much so that that example that you just chose between the cake and the apple powerful because most many people would choose the cake i would automatically go for the cake because i got that sweet tooth that like, give me that cake <laughs> right you know automatically but it's you 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 break it down into such a form that you you ask yourself question that you would if you ask me those questions i would go for the for the apple instead <laughs> you know once you start asking those questions but if without the questions cake first of course <laughs> you know so it's it's such a it's powerful awareness is a superpower yeah because you ask about thoughts ask yourself why am i thinking these thoughts mm-hmm. it's very important right why am i thinking mm-hmm. these thoughts how are they going to affect me it's very 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 important so i do pay attention to my thoughts and i love that i do that now because it's not something that i always did mm-hmm. 100% and it's getting easier and easier and easier i don't really i don't sit and meditate but i do pay attention to my thoughts you're developing habits around this because the more you do it of course the better it becomes yeah definitely yeah. nice all right linkin before we go is there anything else you'd like to add well i hope I've, uh, you know i hope um this was useful to our audience um i know i get something out of it you know awesome. and, and i hope it was useful to you as well mhm yeah so good that's it all right Thank you very much sir. Yes, it was very useful. And on that note, I'd like to thank you all for making lemonade with us today. Be good to yourself, be grateful for all that you have and give thanks because you do have a lot. And if you have any inquiries, if you'd like to be on our show, please 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 feel free to email us at info@lemonadelounge.com. That's info@lmnaidelounge.com. Thank you for joining us and make it a great day. Make it a great day folks. Take care. Bye-bye.